0: Hello and welcome to The Odd Couple Podcast. This
1: is Siddharth here. I'm Arjun. And I'm Dr. Sheesh. What's up, guys? How's your week been? Oh, my week has just been crazy with work. I had work all through today. I think I'll have work on Sunday. I think with this entire work from home thing, I've just been working seven, I mean the whole seven days a week. I don't know what people talk about work-life balance, but
2: yeah. As you your, you're on a rant, work's been bad for you, I can see. <laughs> All he's asked you is, how are you? <laughs>
0: how was your week?
2: <laughs> I, don't be this angry You and I a tough week. It was long. It was boring. Yeah, get it. But you seem to, to have taken it to another level.
1: Don't get me wrong. I wasn't ranting. I'm really excited about... Working non-stop, which was a place I never thought I'd be excited about working non I think your boss
2: is listening. That's why you, you changed the whole thing. No,
1: no, no. He's in another part of the world. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Dude, people
0: from 22 countries listen to our podcast. So you never know. He might be one of them. And probably that's why he hired
1: you. Because he heard our podcast.
0: (laughs) 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 Oh, I had a horrible cold. Uh, Thankfully, it wasn't coronavirus and um, yeah, feeling much better and back to work. But I agree with Arjun, we seem to be working much harder, much longer in this whole lockdown or work from home scenario versus the normal go to work, come back, because at least we switch off mentally when we come back from work. It's a different environment. Over here, we're stuck in the same environment. It doesn't make a difference if I'm working or not because I'm still in my house.
2: And it screws with your head. Like for me, I've, I've always felt like there's always been a clear demarcation for me, which is the minute I leave the hospital, my work is left behind and I'm home. You know, I don't have to carry my work back home. But when you're an IT person, I always assume that you always carry your laptop back home and you're working with it. So is it really that different with the lockdown
0: Oh, absolutely. Because, okay, let's face it, nobody works all 12 or 8 hours at work. Yeah, absolutely. That's the honest truth. It is also the fact that there's a routine to it. You actually go to the office, you meet people, you start your day. Yes, it is formatted, and there is a very distinct start and a stop to a work day. Okay. You might have a long day at work, that's different, and you might have a horrible day at work, but there is a closure to the work day. Yeah. Whereas now what's happening is that the start and end everything, the lines are blurred and probably it's it's a little easier for me because I've created a routine, but I know a lot of people who are struggling with this and this is waiting for the offices to open.
2: I'm damn sure there's a guy listening right now who probably have woken up and has not brushed his teeth, has not had his coffee and is just getting onto his laptop, signing up right now and is ready to go, you know. So the, I'm damn sure there are people like that because during the lockdown, when even our OPDs were closed and we were going in on shifts, you know, I've never had like, we worked through the weekend also for us, you know, in the medical field. It's not like we have a day off. So For me, when we had the lockdown and we were going in in shifts for the next two weeks, it's like completely threw my routine off, you know, It was really weird. So yeah, I can understand that uh, there are people who are going through that cycle. But my uh, question tonight is about work per se. Yeah, but Dr. Sheesh,
0: the funny part is that while working from home is you're working far more longer hours and people actually waiting for the offices to open, I would say majority of us don't enjoy working or where we work at. I think the issue is of the whole work from home and the conundrum, which is there, but they're still looking forward to the offices to open,
2: even though they still don't enjoy work. Okay. One, we've got people who are like working all the time, but there's also that question of, okay, you're saying that even, I mean, they're looking forward to go to work, even though they might not enjoy sitting in that job, which they're sitting and doing. So that is it. Is it, are you happy in your job?
0: It's lesser of the evils, I guess. It's easier to deal with it in an office environment than
2: sitting at home and. I think today, what I really wanted to know more than I know, we're all working from home. It's tough on everybody. Does it make a difference if you're really doing what you really love or just a job which you're doing? You can sing in, sink into that, and then make it your dream job. That's my question tonight.
1: That's the thing, no. You always have, you always hear this phrase from people who kind of made it in life, and they say. Do the thing you love and you'll never have a, have to work a day in your life and all that. But hey, 99% of us have to turn up to work. No, So then your point is, okay, so do we accept that? And do we just now start to grow into the job and love it?
0: I have a different take to it. It is not a take. It's just a different question to answer your question, if I can ask. And another question back at you is, what is a dream job? What is it about a job that makes you happy? is it money? Is it the kind of job? Is it like a perfect storm of everything? What is it versus the current job that you have? And it's not specific to your profession. It could be even other professions that you've witnessed or whatever it is.
2: So the simple question is, what's your dream job? Zajun, what's your dream job? If you had a dream job right now,
1: what would it be? My dream job was not even a job. I was always going to be this world famous writer and I already ha- and just before that I already had dreams of oh my first draft went into the publisher they called me up and then there's the news Indian writer gets six uh, six figure advance and then I'm flying across to London I'm meeting Harper Collins and Penguin I get hot publicist who takes me out and shows Arjun, me you're London. stuck in
2: the dream part you haven't come to the job part you're stuck in the dream but that was That's
1: it it's it. just it was just being a writer
0: you said oh I always wanted to be a fighter plane pilot so, ideally... Yeah, I remember that. But a naval aviator. So, I wanted to take off from a aircraft carrier and land an aircraft carrier. All thanks to Top Gun. And hence, most of my passwords earlier was Maverick.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my whole uh, perspective of a dream job, I think there was a period of my life where... I was so into guitaring and that's all I wanted to do. My dad never saw me in that light and he was like always encouraged me to stir away from it. At that period of time I didn't understand what he was doing and I I was so engrossed in my guitaring. Slowly I got diverted into the path of medicine then after dwelling in it like we spoke in the early episode once you're in it then you're just sucked in you pretty much don't have any other you know alternative and then you're pretty much figuring out what you want to do within the field and then you find your passion within the field so that's how for me it was stirred into whatever line of work I am but if you ask me what a dream job would be it would be to be a creator something creative so like either music and now my passion is food and like I like cooking and you know so yeah so
0: are you in a dream job now I understand there's not too much of creativity that goes into medicine but I'm sure there is um, aspects in medicine that you probably made it interesting for your self buying being creative
2: that's the good part about my job which is that every surgery i do is not the same surgery i i, I mean i can do the same fracture of the same part but the fracture patterns are different and the way we got to fix it is like a puzzle so literally every time we go inside it's it's like there's something interesting you got to put some of you into that problem solving you know so that's great yeah you find some ways to incorporate your passion but ultimately if you ask me what am i going to do when i retire My dream right now to retire is to own a bread and breakfast, entertain people, uh, cook food and, you know, that kind of stuff, you know. So I want to retire doing that. Make enough money and go and retire somewhere doing something like that. Have a farm, have a ranch, have something.
0: Ranch? Hello, we are in India, there.
2: Yeah, Indian ranch.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: Indian ranch. Indian, Indian ranch is like some five acres. Okay. <laughs> anyway, if anybody who can have a ranch is Doctor Sheesh, because he's a doctor and they make shitloads of money. Yeah. Hopefully. So Arjun, so in your current job, is there? I mean, do you do you love your job? Is it perfect?
1: Yeah, I was kind of lucky because that entire writer thing was always there. But then I managed to always get into the creative side of work. So I got into advertising, I got into radio and now I got into digital marketing. But the role was always as a creative person in those roles. So right now, what I'm doing right now is brand new. It's still in a creative role. So I still have to do a lot of thinking creatively and writing creatively. I'm still within the locus or where I should be. It's not like I had to ditch something and then move into a completely different uh, area. So, and salary. So, it's fantastic. Excellent, excellent. So glad to hear
0: that. I know there are very few people who actually are within the locus of their dream job itself. They are completely tangential or it's a completely different subset uh, where they're doing. Probably they wanted to become a dancer or singer or probably something else, but they're stuck into a mundane job. But luckily, I think, over the years, I mean, I've changed enough companies, enough verticals, searching for that, the right mix. And and that's why I asked you earlier, what is it that makes a job a dream job? Forget a dream job, at least, are you happy in a job? Are you happy to wake up one day and you should never feel that, oh my god, I need to go to work. And I had that particular instance when I was working for this company. It's a great company, the pay I used to get back then is probably, and this is about 8-10 years back. How much I used to earn 8-10 years back is how much I'm earning today. Wow. That's how well they used to pay.
2: So you weren't happy in that job? Why did you- I, I
0: didn't like what I was doing. I didn't like the person I had to be to do that job. So one day I just woke up and I said, no, this is not like the way to live my life. Or there won't be too long a life to live after this. And I just quit overnight. It was a really stupid thing to do, guys. Please don't quit without another job (laughs) in hand. I learned it the hard way. But yes, but during that eight-month self-imposed sabbatical, which I took, I learned a lot of things about myself. More importantly, that before I was thinking, oh, money is not important, I realized that money was very, very important. Having that financial patience and freedom was critical. But then I ensured that I took a far more low-paying job, which is in the events industry, which I got into. But I loved meeting new people. Like, as you said, no, Dr. Sheesh. every day, even though it's the same surgery, the complications are unique or certain things are different. Every day's flavor is different. Correct. And that is similar how my job is. And I love it. No single day is the same. So there's no mundaneness which is creeping in. At any given point of time, and that's why I love my job.
1: Do you think it's a trick of sorts? I think three of us have learned to find a way to love what we do.
2: I'll tell you, there are days for me, Arjun, when you know things are like so crappy. You're like, oh God, what if I just stuck to guitaring and I could just write songs the whole day long? I think I got to thinking about Aram. And I was thinking, okay, he's an amazingly creative person. But when somebody sits over my shoulder and says, now now, I need a hit number, tomorrow you got to write me a hit number. That minute, that job for me is no more amazing. It just becomes a freaking job. Yeah, it's his passion to write music. But the minute somebody sits over him and says, now it's your job, write a hit number, it becomes a job.
1: Exactly, yeah.
2: So that point which you made earlier about people saying, yeah, it's best to be in your thing. I was like, pretty much at one point of time, it will become a job. And once it becomes a job, that whole flavor of it being, oh, your passion and everything will just go right out the window. And then I say, yeah, okay, this is a good job on its own. This job has merits of its own. So then I look at the good parts of what job I'm sitting in and say, yeah, okay, just continue doing what you do.
0: Exactly. So the moment you're hobby becomes a job then it becomes equally mundane or it becomes a thing the good part right now is you are in a a very well-to-do job we can honestly say but at the same time you do have a hobby to fall back and de-stress with guitaring i think that tool is missing for a lot of
2: people so that is what i told you i went through this whole confusion earlier on in my life and when i was at the precipice of that moment i kind of sat down and thought i just finished my graduation, I was in the field of medicine, I'd just given up my whole guitaring tint, and I was there thinking, and then I thought, okay, let me make this my job now. And make my guitaring my hobby. So creativity took a backseat. But then it's never left me. It's always there. If you're once a creative person, it's always there in you. So now the podcast for me is something which we're doing, which is creative. And once you came up with the idea, we said, yes, superb, let's do it. And so we started investing our time into doing something creative with this, right?
0: That is the point which I'm driving at. All of us have a day job. Yeah. And we work very hard and we have long days. There are times when we don't get to record when we want to. But the whole process of recording, editing, publishing it and getting the feedback and love from our listeners, the fructification of all your effort, which is other than a job, because I guess the moment we start making money from this podcast and let's say we quit our day jobs then this podcast becomes a job. I'm pretty sure we'll have a similar emotions with this project too. It'll no longer be as de-stressing as it is today. We'll be chasing the buck and trying to be better and being a little obsessed with it, being answerable to our investors and stuff like that. A whole angle of uh, stress will come in.
2: So yeah, I mean, you're right. There are moments in our life where we'll always like go in and we'll always think about it as to whether we are doing what we want to do or not. But I've always realized the grass is greener on the other side. and Absolutely always green. Sometimes greener. it might be better to just keep the legs turning under the water and keep going. No, that's forward. why I tell a lot of my
0: colleagues and friends who have faced or they're stuck in a dead-end job. Some are really boring dude. I must confess, I feel really bad for them. I mean, they're stuck in that. There's no way to get out of it unless you take a drastic step. But you can't because everybody has commitments and you're chasing that whole uh, carrot all the time but what these guys don't know what to do is how to de-stress how important it is to de-stress after long day's work either it's consuming alcohol or something like that which isn't a healthy de-stress it's good to have a drink and chill out. That's perfectly fine. But you can't say that's the only way I do it. It could be a going for a run. It could be like how you play the guitar, Dr. Sheesh. It could be like podcasting and editing for me. We need to find that passion or that hobby, which it could be stamp collection also, which you had as a kid.
2: Correct. Now, now we discussed it from a point of view of how we've handled the situation, which is in the sense that we've kept the day job, we've run the day job, and then uh, simultaneously we try to keep our creative spirits high by doing something on the side. My guitaring on the as a hobby, our podcast, which comes on, yeah. But my boss always tells me one thing, which is she: when you want to grow in your life, you gotta put in all the hard work, stand on that road which you're traveling on keep traveling on that channel and keep yourself prepared for the eventuality when something comes across for you to to do. And when that happens, you should be prepared Seize that moment. If you have not prepared yourself for that moment, the eventuality might arise, but you're not prepared for it. You have not kept yourself wise words. So now let's take somebody who is passionate about guitar. I'm sure there are a lot of kids who are interested in music and who have given their whole life to a thing. I think we have a very good friend also who's so into the music field, and now he's cutting his album together and stuff like that. So there are guys who have invested their whole life in it, and What if they had given up before that chance had come up? Sometimes you got to stick with what you're doing. And nobody can tell you that that's wrong either. But you have to look at it logically from a perspective of your life in a practical sense. You can't be without having some form of monetization which comes in. So you got to have some day job or have some money coming in while you're pursuing your passion. It's great like what Arjun said, I haven't left that region of my passion. I'm still within the confinements of it. I just need to break into what I really want to do. So I think that's a great position to also position yourself. True, true, true.
1: I think what you said about being on that road and staying on that road and being prepared for that eventuality that comes your way is fantastic. For a lot of people, see, for me, it's easy because I'm staying within that area of focus. But for a lot of people, it's so far removed. So I truly don't know how it is that they can... Because a lot of people, they have hobbies, they have wishes and dreams. I have seen a lot of friends now go, Ah, this is my life, we have grown up, this is my age, now I have children. And just basically block out even the possibility while they are on the road, collecting their money, gathering strength, but actually just pushing that aside saying, those were the days. Oh, and now I can't think of that. And anyway, this is my life.
0: No, I, th- I think it's perfectly fine to resign to an eventuality. And I think it's fine to be realistic. Yes this is the hard truth. We are all chasing money. We are all trying to make a secure future for either our kids, our family, dependents, everybody, as well as ourselves. At the same time, it's very important to do things that makes you happy also.
2: I think we were talking in nepotism about this in the sense that there should come a time also no, where you're in an industry where you're not cracking it you're not breaking it you should realize that maybe i'm not that great i mean every industry is so competitive you know i think why our parents usually stir us to our standard job of being a doctor being an engineer being an accountant is you hold a certain social status and you make a certain amount of money because see we have to wake up and understand that This whole concept of when you're a child, you think I'm going to be a super flamboyant actor. I'm going to be an amazing guitarist. I'm going to be, you know, uh, Bill Gates. And slowly you start realizing that, no, you're you're not definitely going to be one of those people people. You could just have an average job and be an average person doing an, uh, having an average day. So that has to come into people. People have to understand that. That happens as you grow. That understanding that, yeah, I'm not super special. I'm just an average Joe. And our parents always wanted to put us in these type of jobs because an average Joe in this still has a certain amount of social status. I met a girl who was so passionate about painting and um, she came home with her mom and her mom was like can you please tell her not to be a painter i said no i'm not going to tell you that because you know i've always had a creative side and i'm never going to tell her to kill her creative side maybe sometimes you got to stick with what you're doing and fight your competition every field has a competition you got to say that okay i'm going to be the best in that and you got to fight that fight to be the best but somewhere along the line sometimes you might be sticking to a dream which you're not that great at doing and you have to cut your losses and, and find the danger
0: No, it is not about whether you're good at your dreams or is it a feasible dream or not to chase your passions. All those things. Yes, as you said, you need to figure it out. No matter how many people advise you, whatever it is, it's not going to make a difference. You're going to take that call at the end of it or circumstances might take that call for you. I mean, I wanted to go abroad and study, but then there were certain circumstances which didn't allow me to do so. And I decided, okay, fine, let's make the best of it. And let me try and do something else. But that's your
2: attitude. Agree. You didn't cry. You didn't say, oh, I don't have this. I'm not going to do this. I can't do anything else. You said, what else can I do? How do I make myself? And you found a job. You're trying to find a passion within that job. So it's your attitude.
0: Agree, Ashish. It is your attitude. And there's three things that you can do. One is move laterally to a different job, which you can use your skill sets and the experiences that you accrued over the years, but apply it in a different field, which is slightly more exciting than your current one. But if you're passionate about that, great. That's that's a lateral movement that you can do. But within and leveraging the skill sets that you already accrued over the years. The other thing is doing a hard stop like what I did. I stopped everything as a dead stop. And I went to a completely different vertical which I had. I started from zero again. It, it took me much longer to reach where I'm at. But that particular decision is very hard. And it comes with a lot of heartache. But you're happy at the end of it. Third is suck it up (laughs) be happy yeah go have your drink or go find some other alternative passions to de-stress and i think that is the max that anybody can do
1: okay there are two ways to look at it one i've always had this thing of keeping something unattainable just keeping something unattainable but in your head you should understand that you are comfortable with that unattainable goal what that does is it keeps you in the surrounding area of reaching for something It keeps you reaching for something and you should be comfortable and not disappointed that it's unattainable. I take comfort in knowing it's unattainable, but that actually forces me forward towards a certain thing. Second thing is we may have our dreams and yes, I wanted to be a multimillionaire writer and this and that and buy my own yacht and private jets and movies and everything. But that was my dream. What if the story of my success is not going to be written to what I had in mind, but as long as I strive for something that's unattainable, keep that at the end of my vision, knowing I may not get there. But what if it turns out my dream may not be what I envisioned in the first place and something along that road may turn up eventually and that would be it. Now, let's say
2: you want to be the best surgeon in uh, Bangalore. Where do you start? You go find the best guy who's currently best and go work with him. And if you get a job to work with that guy, then you know what it is to be number one. And only when you have that perspective, then you're going to say, can I get there? Can I not get there? How do I make myself get there? So that point of what you said, which is that, okay, one, you've got to have a dream, which is maybe attainable, maybe unattainable, but is the dream, right? Two is you need to start surrounding yourself with people who'll make that happen.
1: Exactly, Very true. yes, you're right.
2: Only by you surrounding yourself with someone who is better than you, will you get better. It's like going and learning a sport. I remember there was a time when these guys used to whoop my ass at table tennis. I took it like, my God, I can't be so bad, I want to go and learn. And I remember while these guys used to gym, I used to go and play table tennis left, right and center. And I used to go and play with the guys who were better and better and, you know, they would kick my ass but then I'd keep at it until I beat them. So the only way to get better is to work with the best. Yeah, you got to up your game in whatever you're doing. You can't sit down where you are saying that, okay, I'm uncomfortable where I am. Either like what Sid said, you got to go find something which is up your avenue which you feel, okay, this is going to give me happiness and I'm happy even if I don't succeed doing this, then that's fine. But if all you want to do is attain that dream, you got to set that dream and work towards it.
0: And it's perfectly fine if it is just purely financial goals also. Saying that, oh, I want to make 10 crores or I want to make 100 crores or I want to have 50 lakhs uh, saved up. I want to retire by the age of 50 or 45. These goals can be anything. Can be absolutely anything and it's your own goals. You're the only player and you're the only person you're playing against. If your vision is to be the best surgeon in Bangalore, I want to be the best event specialist in Bangalore. Now, if you're happy with that vision, great. But I'm saying if you dream to be the best in India, then aim for the sky, hit the treetops. So instead of being best in Bangalore, you'd probably become best in South India because you aim for to be best in India.
2: But that's where I always tell you. Like for me, I don't like those kind of goals which, which skip one goal for me. For me, that is the next goal. So if I make this goal, then I make that goal. And I always go that way, which is I set a baby step. I, I climb that step. Then I stand there. Then I see, okay, I look over and say, okay, what do I see? Now? Okay, let me do that. And then I do that. And I've always been doing that. Maybe your idea is great, which is, Just look even further, man, and then just jump the big one,
1: right? Yeah. No, not really, Dr. Sheesh, because your process, I envy guys with that process, okay? Because it's clear. It's that approach. For me, it's, I mean, it's kind of fantastical. Yeah, I want to be this. Because that kind of focus is also amazing to have. Because you know this is next, and this is next, and this is next. That path is clear for you. And I really envy people with that level of focus as well.
2: Because for me, sometimes those steps vary. All these steps are not of equal height. Because sometimes you have to invest a little bit more time to get to one level. You know what the funny part is?
0: Dr. Shish has his very clear baby steps in mind where he's going to climb this ladder. Arjun is aim for the sky, hit the treetops, have this unattainable dream and just shooting for it. I don't have any goal or vision. Isn't that strange?
1: <laughs>
2: Bestida, <laughs> best,
1: best <laughs> bacha.
0: And this is what we I'm driving at, uh, and what Doctor Sheesh mentioned earlier. The grass is always greener on the other side. Arjun wants to be like Doctor Sheesh in terms of having that vision. Doctor is like, I wish I could do that, but I'm comfortable with this. And I am like, dude, I don't have neither of your
1: Meanwhile, Sid is Hence, my
0: name is Siddhartha.
1: Yes, Siddhartha, hence the name is Siddhartha. Come
2: on. Yeah, living <laughs> up to the name man. I don't know sometimes I think we put too much stress on ourselves by thinking we need to do this, we need to do that and attain so much. Sometimes I really think what really matters is can I put food on the table? Will my child be educated and continue to live after me and my life through her? That's all.
1: Absolutely, that. if
2: they're able to do that, life is is that's it, you know. So, sometimes I really think that, and that's why I said, you know, my dream is to finally quit all this crap, go sit in some nice, uh, one small ranch and you know, wear my cowboy hat, five <laughs> <Pai> acre <ka> ranch, <laughs> you know, give up all this stuff, man. I mean, this whole rat race, but. At the end of the day, yeah, you want to be comfortable.
0: Oh, yes. I think even that is my dream. I think your dreams change as you mature and you see more of the Correct, world. Yeah. You understand what's important, what's not, what is frivolous, what isn't, what actually matters. Like for me, ideally, yes, like you, Dr. Shish, I would like to have a, not a 5-acre, probably a 10-acre ranch, but oh. but, <laughs> <right>? <laughs> but it could be an interior Madhya Pradesh and all. I, I don't care where it is, all right? Some... Some random bear in land, but adopt a lot of dogs, run a shelter, something like that. Arjun, how about you?
1: Mine was basically always eventually have my own large, beautiful ship and spend the rest of my days sailing around the world. So basically a
0: stowaway. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Nobody knows you're on it. But you're like, hey, this is my ship. At this current rate, my unattainable dream will be attainable only if I sneak on board a ship. Correct.
0: Yes. (laughs) Oh, good, good, good chat, guys. Thank you so much, guys, for listening to us and tuning in every week. We love hearing from you. Do follow us on all our social media handles. We'll be running a contest uh, soon next week do look forward to that. It is a Christmas special contest, so there's a lot of um, merry Ooh. and joy and, and happiness. So, signing off, this is Siddharthia. This is Archan. Dr. Sheesh. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> okay, Bye. <laughs>